Hey everybody, Rough Rider Talk Radio, and this is Rick. I'm changing my name once again. Rough Rider Ricky, Rough Rider Talk Radio, Rough Rider Construction, Rough Rider, Rough Rider, Rough Rider. It's just Rick, right? I'm Rick. I own Rough Rider. That's my brand, right? Okay, take it or leave it. That's the way it is. So this is Rough Rider Talk Radio, and this is Rick. And what I'm talking about is I started... Well, I subscribe to a channel on, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, YouTube, uh, Concrete Podcast with a K. I was searching for an old friend of mine back about 30 plus years ago. Bubba the Love Sponge was at a radio station in Altamont Springs, Florida, 106.7. Uh, I was working at a Gold's Gym and... We went ahead and did a promotion with the radio station, traded off advertising for personal training spots for the DJs. And I got Bubba. <clears throat> and we became friends. And it was pretty cool. It was right when he was getting ready to go to Tampa. Uh, he was leaving XL 106.7 and he was going to Tampa. I was getting married. And he left. I got his furniture as a wedding present from him. And that was pretty cool. So I've been searching him out, trying to find him. And I find out he's doing podcasts. I find out he's on other podcast shows explaining his situation, what happened with Hogan and shit and Spice Boy. And uh, I believe Bubba. I'm on his side. Um, I've known him 30 plus years. Uh, we haven't hung out or, or talked in 30 plus years, <laughs> but he was a stand-up guy then. I don't think he would have ever changed. Um, he always had it. He always had money. He, he made it. He made something out of himself. And uh, then one of his own people fucked him. But that's okay. But what, it, what prompted me to get into all of this right now was concrete podcast i think his name is david sounds great it looks like he's got a studio uh and it looked pretty good and he had bubba in there and the first episode i watched was just a 10 minute one and then it went into a three hour one after that and they started talking about podcasting and you know david you know gave props to bubba bubba gave props to david which is all cool. That's how I do it. I don't throw stones. I live in a glass house. So I, I, I give props to other people. I was uh, down in Colin Hurd about the Ohio State Buckeyes, but I gave him props because he's got a kick-ass show and I'm just a nobody. So how can I put that guy down? I can just say, hey, man, I disagree with your views on Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State. That's what I did. I, I didn't go all crazy, all, all shit on him, right? <clears throat> I want to be like Colin Erd. I want to be like Bubba the Love Sponge. I want people to hear me. Bubba, you were talking about podcasting and you were talking about all that, all the, uh, how can I say it? The nobodies like me, the hackers that ha never was, never will be's, don't have money, don't have studios, don't have all the equipment, don't have the backing, don't have the guests, don't have the content, but yet they want to do a podcast. There's a big difference between a lot of people out there 
trying to do podcasts and stuff, not everybody's the same. Bubba, David, I'm a contractor. I make my money working, building things. That's what I do, right? Renovating houses, new construction. That's where I make my money. This podcast crap, it's just for fun. It's a hobby. I love hearing my voice over the headphones. I love hearing my voice over a microphone. And if people listen to me, great. If they don't, that's great too. All I'm doing this is for fun. You guys made fun of the podcasters that think they can do it and then make 5000 a month, make 5000 a week. Um, that's not what I'm doing here. I'm just doing it because I love to do it. I love to hear myself talk. I love to BS with my brother. He's one of the guys on my podcast, and so is one of my sister-in-laws. And you know what? The people that listen to us, the 40 subscribers that I have, <clears throat> The 2,000 downloads I'm up to for my 18 shows that I have up there, I get comments back. I, I hear good things. I, I also see the analytics where people will start listening, hear our shit, because we don't have all the great equipment. We're not in studios. We don't have sound engineers. We don't have that. So, yeah, we do sound like a bunch of hacks, but it's fun. We're not trying to do it for money. We're doing it for fun. So I don't think you guys saying, hey, man, we need to weed out these people. Well, it's not fair to me to try and weed me out. Just because I don't have connections to where I can have a famous person on that gives me the break. Listen, Bubba, uh, you, you just didn't go from wanting to do it to stardom, right? You put in the work, you put in the effort, you started somewhere and you did it. David, same thing with you, right? If that's your name, I, I am so sorry for not doing the research before doing this. But again, I'm not a pod. I am a podcaster. I am a YouTuber. I My YouTube channel just reached like 12,000 views in 48 hours over some, you know, my little Eddie dog videos I put up there and a couple stupid things that I did. People like it. They're viewing it, but. They're not subscribing, right? You know, I'm not capturing them, but I'm I'm doing it and people are looking at me. And if I can have two or three subscribers that listen to me, hear what I say, and I make a difference to them, then it's all worth it. Then I'm going to keep doing it. And from what I hear from friends and, you know, other people I say, hey, promote the show with and everything, they do. They like it. I get good feedback. So Bubba. David, if you guys are ever listening or people that know you guys and listen to me or heard me, reach out to me. Come on my show. Critique me. Help me. Just don't try and put us out and kill the little guy. Everybody's got to start somewhere. And who knows? Maybe if one of you guys get me on and you hear me and we talk and you like me, you know, maybe you can... Talk to your Bubba Army and David, your subscribers, and go, hey, listen to this cat for a little bit and see if he's got anything going on. See if you like him. You know, help him out. Everybody needs a hand, right? I'm not, like I said, I'm doing it for fun. I want to reach people. I want people to hear me. I just don't want to continually talk to my 40 subscribers that I have on my podcast and 
26, I think, on my YouTube channel. And I want to reach more. Not everybody's looking to do it for money. People do it because they want to make a difference or it makes them feel good about themselves. And if that does it, what does it matter to you guys? Why is it always that somebody says, man, it's saturated. There's too many people and half of them suck and they think they can do it. We need to weed them out. Why? Are they affecting you? Are they, are you scared that they're going to hurt you by somehow taking away your subscribers or anything that you got to go weed them out? Let's just let them be, let them keep doing their amateur hour shit. You know, that's all I want. If it's just amateur hour for me, then so be it. But I I would like to be a little more than just an amateur. I'm, I'm good, always good at what I do. I strive to be the best, whether it's, you know, drywall, uh, house renovations, a vendor for a company. I, I always try and be number one or the best. You know, when I was employed by people, I always tried to be the best. When I was a salesman, I had to be number one. Not saying I'll ever be a podcaster because I've, I'm new to it. I don't have any training. I don't have anybody helping me. I'm just doing it on my own. I pieced it together. I learned enough to get it up. And now I'm on every format. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, um, iHeart, all of them. Wherever any podcast is that has backing and money, and millions of subscribers where their show is at, so is mine, all right? So, Bubba, it's your old buddy Ricky Angelotti. I can say my name. I'm not worried about it. I'm proud of who I am. Still living in Central Florida, pal, and still follow you somehow, some way. And if you feel that you could come on the show, give me some tips, tell the Bubba Army, Talk to Dave. Give a new guy a shot. His voice might reach more people. Not than yours, but like you're saying, content is king. And then how you deliver. 500,000 subscribers, man, that's a dream of mine. But not for the money. Just to have those followers. That when I say something, 500,000 people are listening to me. That's, that's nuts, man. That's cool as shit. Right now I got 26. <laughs> but again, you start somewhere, right? <clears throat> you don't always get up in the morning and go, man, I want to do this. And, and by noontime, you're the best. It's not like that. You got to put in the work. I love it. I'm trying it. And I think, I think as time goes on and I get better equipment, I sound better. One of the things that Bubba and Dave were talking about were, was your sound quality as well. Besides the content, content was number one. And then sound quality was coming in right at number two. I believe that. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And this microphone uh, a buddy of mine, I needed another one because I was having another station here at my house, which is a studio, my studio, a bedroom. And I was putting Cookie out in the living room at her station. So they were telling me to get a Blue Yeti 
microphone. And another podcaster was telling me to get the one that I got. I can't remember. Uh, O2U, I think. And man, I love this one better. I, I, I put up the Yeti and I moved into the O2U uh, microphone. I, I love the way it makes my voice sound. And I, I love how there is no regurgitation or anything. See, I don't even know the proper terminology. Um, but so for sound, now I think I sound real good. Um, and I'm happy about that. Again, I, I, I love the show. It, it <clears throat> it's called concrete podcast, concrete spelled with a K. Pretty good. Yeah, I just watched the Bubba interviews a couple of them and again he's got a great podcast i i just think that if people can help each other instead of trying to hurt each other or put them out of business or just stop them because they're not as good as you i think that's the wrong mentality i think america needs to be first okay and i think it starts with our government and right now they got away from from that and I think that's trickled down to the people if you can help each other and you can make a difference with some people near in your circle right it's just like sales right whenever you start selling a new product you go to your you go to your circle right that's your that's your closest lowest hanging fruit from the tree right and then you keep branching out from there and there and there that's the same thing with helping people. You can help people within your circle and then they can help people within their circle. And and that's what it's about. We got away from that. And I think it's because of the government dividing instead of unifying and creating different classes. And now we look at it as the same thing at our level, right? I'm not creating classes, but I'm going by the classes that the government creates. And this particular government right now is you're either part of the haves or the have-nots. That's it. One or the other. And that's what that reminded me of last night in the podcast that I listened to. If you're not the haves, if you don't have the content and you don't have the sound quality, that's the haves. You're considered a have-not, and the haves have to put you out take you out, get rid of you. And that's what's happening in the government level. So it trickles down. There's a perfect example of how it trickles down. Everything starts at the top. If you want to make a difference, you have to do it yourself. Okay. So when I say do it yourself, if each and every person says, you know what, I'm going to make a difference in one person's life. And and then that one person says the same thing. You don't have to go out and try and change everybody. You don't have to change anybody. All you do is you do a random act of kindness and hope that that person pays it forward. And if everybody has that mentality right now, then things can be fixed. If you don't have that mentality right now, 
then things are not going to change. So I believe the first part of all this is voter awareness, right? There are high taxes. There's high crime. There's border crisis. People are losing their retirements and having to come out of retirement. This country is divided and the people are divided. Poverty, homelessness, it's, it's out of control. Okay. How did we get there? <laughs> How did we get there? It's not because of the right or the Republicans. <clears throat> That's not how we got there. It's not because of the Democrats or the lefts. It's not how we got there. It's all of them put together, right? Working against each other, hating each other so much that they drive this country in the ground. It's all of them not working together. Okay. So let's take it one step further now that that was put out there. Who's in control right now? The past two years so far, who's in control? The Democrats, right? And we have seen such a shift from when the Republicans were there and in charge till now. So I'm going to take it one step farther and go, everybody in Congress created it. The Democrats and the left now, since they are in control, are elevating it, are creating a even worse situation than it was when everybody was there causing problems. Now that the left is in control, it is out of control. Spending, um, what's being taught in our classrooms, what's being taught to our kids, all this bullshit about the abortion law, the Fed raising the interest rates, killing the economy, killing the stock market, killing. That all goes towards the Democrats. That's what's happening. It, it, it's not a lie. It's not bullshit. It's not the right. It's not propaganda. It's the honest to goodness truth. You can see it. That's what's happening. Okay. So realistically is we need to take control away from the Democrats. We need to unify. And then we need to fix one thing at a time. And it can be done. It's very simple. It's in November, you go and vote and you vote for the Republican versus the Democrat. Because if you need change, then you have to change who's there. You can't go, oh, I'm going to vote you in again, but I know you're going to change. No, they're, they're not. They're not going to change. It's the same broken record every time by the left and the Dems. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, but you're going to expect a different result. Well, in order to change what's happening is you need to change the people. That's it. Plain and simple. You don't have to bullshit. You don't have to bogus it up. You don't have to do anything other than the fact of the matter is if you don't like what's happening, then you got to vote because that's the only way you're going to have a say in it. 
and you have to vote different than the way you've been voting. If you've been voting for the Democrats, then you got to vote for the Republicans, right? And the Republicans, you can't sit there and just go, well, hey, you know what, man, I'm not going to vote. You know, we'll, we'll get it. We'll win. Republicans will get it. No, no, you got to go vote. You have to go vote. That's what it's about. That's what happens. That's what you need to do. And uh, that's that. So, Rough Rider Talk Radio. The host is Ricky Angelotti. That's me. I'm saying goodbye. Goodbye. <clears throat>